This time of year, our skin gets so dry, especially for those of us who live in cold climates. So I couldn't live without One Earth Body Care. Their Skin Fix, which is great for your entire body. It's a thick, wonderful salve. You can rub it in your hands to soften it, and it makes your skin amazing. There's a day and night facial oil, which I use every day and night, and it really, really has helped my skin. There's a sleep balm that is also a salve consistency that has lavender and other things to help you relax. Of course, my all-time favorite is their natural deodorant because I am no longer smelly. If you've got a baby, they've got a baby butt saver. The other thing that has completely transformed my hair is their shampoo and conditioner bars. They've got Skin Fix for Pets, which has helped my glue stop eating his paws all the time or nibbling on them. And of course, they also have a pet shampoo bar. Please check them out at OneEarthBodyCare.com. Happy Wednesday. I always look forward to Wednesday because we've got the fabulous Kayla Cappiello. And we are calling this Cooking with Kayla, right, Kayla? Yes, that is it. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about your wonderful low-carb enchilada casserole. But before we do that, I want you to jump into your weekend because I understand, I heard a little birdie told me that uh, you had a pretty amazing meal. Tell us about this. Yeah, so I spent a few days upstate with my parents in upstate New York. Um, They have a house up there in Millbrook, which is pretty nice. It's pretty rural up there. But we're always looking for like really fun things to do. So my mom researched and she found this distillery. It's called 10 Mile Distillery. Um, It was beautiful. They have a beautiful bar, like a beautiful setup. The decor is like absolutely fantastic. So we stopped by that bar. They make their gin there and I'm a big fan of gin. Um, So we got cocktails there. We got hot toddies after dinner, which was fantastic. But what really blew my mind was they have a restaurant seating area, but it's actually rented out by people who have a restaurant out of an Airstream. It's called Westerly Canteen. So they park the Airstream outside, like by their patio. So if it's nice out, you can sit outside. But when I went for dinner, it was actually really cold. So they were serving inside. But hands down, it was probably one of the best meals I have ever ate in my entire life. And I'm pretty crazy about like (laughs) food and like how out of the box I am. But my mom sent me the menu and was like, would you want to try it? And I was like, take me there. Absolutely. Um, We ordered a couple appetizers and then my mom and I shared an entree because we didn't want to like overeat, but we wanted to try as many meals as we could. So the first app we got was this black squash with a yogurt sauce. I always see black squashes like when I'm buying gourds for like Thanksgiving. Yeah, I never thought about it. Those little black ones. And I always think they're just for decor, but they're not. Um, so that was absolutely fantastic. We also had cauliflower with a matcha salsa and pine nuts. Ooh. Like these combos I would just never even think of. And then we had a Hudson Valley trout with charred cabbage and like a Burblanc sauce on top. Mm. They changed their menu pretty much weekly. When we were there, it was the menu for Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday. And I know they're serving there until the end of Thanksgiving, I guess the Thanksgiving weekend is the last one that they're there and then they're closed for the rest of the winter. The distillery is open, but not, they're not serving food. But hands down, if you ever get a chance to try, I was so blown away. I love a good meal and that will go down in my books as one of the best things I've ever eaten. 
Okay. I want to eat all of that. I have a question. I don't know if this is a dumb question or not. What is an Airstream? I don't even know what that is. So it's probably from the seventies and I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong, (laughs) but it's all silver on the outside and it kind of looks like an early version of an RV. Oh, cool. They took out all the insides and basically replaced what used to probably be like where you could sit and lounge and maybe like a bathroom or a bedroom or something. And they replaced the whole thing with a kitchen inside. And it has a really big window on the side where they like pull up probably the glass or whatever covers it. But then they have a whole serving station there where they bring out all the meals when they're ready to be served. So you can see it coming out of the airstream that's parked outside. That seems amazing. Oh my God. Honestly, it was really great. While I was there in my mind, I was like, I cannot wait to tell Lisa about this. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. Now tell us again the name. So people are in that area and the town or city. It's Westerly Canteen. And it is at the 10 mile distillery in Wasaic, New York. Okay. Now I- This is not an ad. I'm just obsessed. (laughs) No, I do the same thing. Now I have never tried gin. Uh, I don't drink. It's not like it's a rule, but it's just something I just don't tend to do. Uh, But now you got me intrigued. What what is, how would you describe gin? So, So vodka is tasteless. Unless you get a flavored vodka, you really cannot taste it. Gin is a similar clear spirit, but it's flavored with juniper berries. So you Mm. can definitely taste it while you're sipping it, which I personally like because then I'm not apt to drink too much. Like I know how much I'm consuming, Mm -hmm. but in a cocktail, it's really great because it is not sweet. It's very flavorful without being sugary. And I think that's my favorite part. I love cocktails that are not sugary. So like while we were there, I got, it was gin, honey, um, and like a, a tea, almost like, I don't know how to describe it, maybe like oh, a wow. chamomile tea, but it's not, it's not like really flavorful or really like in your face. It's really subdued, not sugary. And that's something oh, I really enjoy. That sounds really good. All right. Well, let's jump into today's recipe, which yes. was delicious. The low carb enchilada casserole. All right. Tell us about this and tell us what's in it. Sure. So this is one of my favorites because um, it uses brown rice. So it makes it inherently low carb. You don't have to change anything to make this more low carb than it already is. And obviously it's naturally gluten-free. So the ingredients for this one are I use frozen rice, but it's frozen brown rice. You can obviously use any kind of rice for this. If you like white rice, if you want to mix it with cauliflower rice, any rice is fine, but I like the frozen brown. You use bell peppers, whatever color is your favorite. That's totally cool. I use two and I usually pick a red and an orange or a red and a yellow. Green is a little tougher because I feel like they don't get as soft as quick. But if green is your favorite, oh, by that's all interesting. Means, please use the green. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so I feel like the red ones get soft really quick. Mm. Um, a pepper turn it's green first, and then if you leave it on the vine, it begins to turn. So outside, I have a little garden and we always grow the bell peppers. And when they're green, I'm like, shoot, should we leave them? Like, should <laughs> we pick them? But I feel like the red ones are like the brighter ones are just they're softer, they're like easier to cook, and they're they're a bit more sweet than a green pepper. Um, so you're saying, I say this is blowing my mind, <laughs> that a green pepper, if you just leave it on the vine, it'll turn red and then yes. orange and then yes. yellow. And 
So I thought they were all different. <laughs> I did too. Until I started growing them, I like I truly like did not know, but it definitely appears on the vine as green first. And do not pick it. If you like green peppers, <laughs> pick it. But do not pick it and do not let the animals get to it and then they can start to turn. Oh wow. That's so interesting. Okay. Yeah, I tend to like a red. But when I was a kid, I used to love like if my mom would put a green bell pepper in the fridge and it would be crispy and she'd cut it up and it was yeah. just delightful. Yeah, I should try I should do that again. I haven't done that in years. They're very good. They're good. And I, I can grow them like all summer and use oh. all of them in these casseroles. So they really work <laughs> out for me. Oh, that's great. All right. What else is in the casserole? Uh, you need an onion. I use a sweet onion, but you can use white, yellow, red, whatever you like. I use two cups of shredded chicken, but if enchiladas are something you like with ground chicken or ground beef, shredded beef, you can really use any kind of protein here. You can even use if you grill chicken on your grill or if you buy grilled chicken and you want to chop it up into smaller pieces. That's totally cool too. I just like to have a protein in my enchilada casserole. Next, I use either one and a half cups of enchilada sauce or a taco sauce, or if you can't find any of that, you can also use a can of tomato sauce that's unseasoned. So don't buy like a pasta sauce, tomato sauce. Buy it in the canned version where they don't add any additives to it. And Mm -hmm. you can add either taco seasoning, fajita seasoning, enchilada seasoning, something just to spice it up a bit. I know when I first posted this recipe, so many people were asking me like, what's enchilada sauce? What's taco sauce? What's the difference? And they're pretty similar. I think taco sauce is just like a tiny bit thicker, really. But maybe it's like more of an American word than yeah, a universal I'm not sure. word. See, I've loved Mexican food my whole life, but I grew up in California. So enchilada, you know, were something that I absolutely have adored and I still do. I found a great enchilada sauce brand. They make a, a green and a red. It's Soma, S-O-M-A. I found it at Whole Foods. Um, but if you go to any supermarket, if you go, you'll be able to find enchilada sauce. Some of them probably have some crap in it. So, you know, you might yeah. want to read the label. But there are some really good ones out there. I made yeah. some great regular enchiladas recently. I call them regular, meaning like with the corn <laughs> tortilla. My family couldn't get enough and they love this as well. So this was great. I think a lot of people are like, but enchiladas, they have to have corn, but some people have corn sensitivities, right? Is that why, or did you do it for a different reason? Yeah. So I, sometimes when I make this, I actually put like corn tortillas on top because then I top it with that a would be really- low fat cheese or I top it with dairy free cheese. Right. But I was getting a lot of questions like, what if you're allergic to corn? Yeah. So for this version, I skipped the tortillas on top, but you can absolutely put corn tortillas on top and you bake it and it gets really crispy around the edges. Mm. When I send out my meal prep plan for this week, I'll include a link to the one with the corn tortillas on top. So whatever you guys are feeling, you could be making. Oh, that is really good. What kind of enchilada sauce do you use or do you make it yourself? Um, I kind of bounce back and forth between the two. We often make a meal that's uh, rice ground chicken or ground turkey with peppers and onions and a tomato sauce. And that also calls for the unseasoned can of tomato sauce, and then I season it. 
So I feel like we have those cans hanging around a lot. So sometimes that's just my go-to. Well, what do you season it with? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The taco seasoning. Oh, I see. Okay. At Trader Joe's, they have like a pretty basic taco seasoning that seems like it's one of the healthier ones that I've come across. So I keep that stocked a lot and that's what I use to season it. But if you can't find any of this, you can also just use salsa. It's basically anything to get you like that Mexican flavor while still being moist so the casserole doesn't dry out. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, there are, you know, there are some great uh, taco seasonings as well as you want to, you know, read the ingredients depending on where you get it. So you would mix that with the tomato sauce then, the plain can of tomato sauce? Yeah. Okay. And so that'll give you that. Yeah, it was really, really good. It's great. And we're dairy-free, so you can get so many different dairy-free cheeses now. I wish I could eat nuts because I know you can have cashews, right? I can have cashews, yes. I wish I could (laughs) because cashew cheese is phenomenal. Back in the 80s, I, I worked at the pizza place called Right Livelihood, and it was healthy pizza place. It was whole wheat uh, crust, no sugar in the sauce. And this was, they made a cashew dairyless cheese spread. And that was ahead of its time. And it was tremendous. And I've never tasted one as good as that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things. I go to the store now, there's so many different in like the refrigerated section of health food stores. You can get so many different kind of cashew or almond cheeses. And there's just a lot of stuff. But because of my sensitivities, I have to stick with the, they are pretty highly processed. I mean, those dairy-free cheeses, it's not Mm -hmm. something I would tell people to eat every day, right? Like it's, if you can do a nut-based, I think it would be healthier, but it also Mm -hmm. just depends on, you know, what, what you can do. Yeah, for sure. Because if you're like allergic to nuts or don't eat nuts, like most of most of <laughs> us, I'm like skipping all those almond cheeses that people like rave about. There used yeah. to be one at Trader Joe's, which again was probably processed, but it was right. made with soy. And I do consume soy, but it was the best of both worlds because then you knew it was dairy free, but then right. soy also made it fat free. Oh, I didn't have to. I feel like often I have to choose between do I want this meal to be dairy free, but still consume like probably a larger amount of saturated fat than I would, or do I want it to be fat free, but then I'm stuck either chancing the stomach ache or taking the lactate or consuming dairy that I don't want to. So sometimes it's really like, what do I want out of this meal? And you can bounce back and forth. I do. Yeah, that's a good point. Some meals are dairy-free, some meals are lower in fat, and that's okay. But that cheese really was like the best of both worlds, what? and Trader Joe's discontinued it. Oh, they did? Oh, crap. I was about to ask. Oh, you know, really? right when I moved to Morristown, I went to a grocery store here, the Trader Joe's, and oh. I asked, and I thought that it was just because I moved, this one store didn't carry it. But when I asked at like their front desk, they're happy to look up anything for you. Those people right. are so kind at Trader Joe's. Oh, yes. And they let me know it had just been discontinued. I was devastated. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's weird. I, I was seeing these videos on TikTok kind of making fun of how friendly people are at Trader Joe's. And I'm thinking, what what is the problem? Like, oh, my God. Why are we making? Thought. Oh, my God. It was this big thing. And I'm like, why are people making fun of friendly people? We need That's more crazy. of them, right? Yeah. You know, one, uh, God, this was years ago. I was in my 20s and I worked at a Trader Joe's. I was the sample person. Ooh, and, good job. Uh, you know, I notice a lot of sample people, you, they just, you just walk, but they don't say anything. And mm-hmm. I'm not pushy, but I'd be like, hey, do you want to try this? Or, hey, how's your day going? You know, like, I just love talking to strangers. 
<laughs> so I had a blast. I remember when I was 19 and I got this job at like a regular grocery store. And I remember I had sold, what was it? It was like 19 cases of albacore tuna or something like that. Cause I wow. was so good at schmoozing. <laughs> like where they're like, you're the best salesperson ever. But I was like, it was, you know, I had to get, you know, you got to make things fun. But yeah, no, I love Trader Joe's. I really yeah, do. I feel like the kindness of the people is part of the draw of going yeah. there. It's like, no one's checking you out and annoyed that they're working or they have to be there. They're always so social and so accommodating. Like, yeah. that is the reason why I go half the time. It's really, really nice. Well, this was a wonderful recipe. And I'm so glad that you're here every week. I love chatting with you. I know the audience loves you. And you offer so much. Tell us a little bit about your cookbook. And if people missed our first interview, we went in depth. We went chapter by chapter. So be we sure did. to go back and listen. But in the meantime, just tell us a little bit about it for those who missed it. Sure. So it encompasses breakfast recipes, lunches, loaded salads, dinners, anything from if you want to make takeout versions at home or if you want to make pizza at home to if you're kind of stuck for time and need to throw a casserole together. It encompasses everything. There's a lot of baked goods as well. And everything is to accommodate a whole range of allergies. So if you're dairy-free, if you're gluten-free, if you skip the nuts, if you don't eat corn, if you don't eat milk, in these recipes, I give a lot of hacks so everybody can accommodate it the way they want it to. They can adjust it the way they want it to. And it's kind of just a cookbook for anyone looking to eat healthy who may or may not have more than one food allergy. Well, it's awesome. And speaking of awesome, thank you so much for sending that gluten-free list of foods for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. That was my daughter's girlfriend has celiac and she loves to cook. She almost went to cooking school. She's actually going to, she might someday, but right now she's going to massage, massage school. And she was so excited, you know, because you put so many great things on there. Now that's something you can get if you sign up, right? So tell us about yeah. how we can get that. And this it's so it's so inexpensive too for all you give us. Thanks. So it's on Substack. It's under Kayla Capiello, which you can find if you search Substack or if you just go to my website or if you go to my Instagram, it's at Kayla Capiello and you can click the link, but it takes you straight to my Substack page. And each week I publish a full meal prep plan for five dinners and you get the grocery list as well as like easy and healthy hacks to make it like a fun, quick recipe since it's a weeknight. And then this week, I also included for subscribers a full Thanksgiving product list with links. So if you're looking for anything for Thanksgiving from dinner rolls, either from mixes that you want to make or you just want to buy frozen dinner rolls, if you want a pumpkin bread, if you want to make green bean casserole and have the crispy onions on top, it's just a whole list of things that I have been giving out suggestions for, for years. I saw people asking on Facebook for it. I have my friends asking for it, my family. It's things that I know people need to have that fun, traditional Thanksgiving experience. And they're out there. You don't have to miss any of these meals because you're gluten-free. So right. it has links to take all the guesswork out of it. And as long as you subscribe to my Substack, you can get that list. Now you don't need to subscribe to the full meal plan to get that list. You just need to subscribe to like the free email there will be one for Christmas as well, but that one will be part of the paid full meal prep plan. 
and it is only $4 a month. It is so cheap. It's so cheap. I think it's $40 for the whole year, which means you get two months free. Right. It's so cheap, but you get so much information and you get to talk to me one-on-one if you have any questions. See, that's incredible. Now, I think this would make a great gift. So I just thought of a couple people who could really use this. How would I do that? Could I get this for a friend? Yeah, for sure. So you can either go on Substack and you can email me directly and give whoever you want to give it to as a gift. You can give me their email. Oh, great. And I can have it start if you want to start it now, if you want to start it in January. So after the holidays, it just automatically starts to send to them. That's totally fine. Cool. You can also log on. And if you want to sign them up using their email, but your credit card, since it's a gift, you are happy to do that as well. Great. All right, Kayla. So on Instagram, you're at Kayla Capiello, C-A-P-P-I-E-L-L-O and K-A-Y-L-A. Yes. Yes. And you will be back next Wednesday to talk about another great recipe and more. I really do look forward to these conversations. They're so much fun. Me too. I was I'm like, something. I'm blown away with the peppers. <laughs> you completely blew my mind. Yeah, I'm like making lists along the week about things that I'm like, oh, don't forget to mention that to Lisa. <laughs> so I'm next so glad. Week here, we're going to yes. do a chicken parm skillet. Mm-hmm. Um, you can obviously use chicken and you'll be able to use cauliflower too. So I can't wait to get into that next week. Oh, good. All right. Well, everybody in the meantime, keep coming back to Health Power five days a week, Monday, Thursday, Friday. You got me focusing on an article from Naturally Savvy. These are all things and tips that are going to help you be your healthiest, which is great. On Tuesday, I usually have an author on or some other wonderful health expert. And Wednesday is Kayla, Cooking with Kayla. So look at that. Health Power, five days a week. I'm pretty excited. And I hope you are too. Everybody rate, review, subscribe, and follow me on social media at Lisa Davis MPH on TikTok, Instagram. And yes, I'm still on Twitter. I can't bring myself to call the other thing. Everyone have a great week and thanks so much. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.